They say plants like music. Yeah, no, like really, they, they respond to the vibrations of it, which means that this playlist you're listening to, the plants are too. You know what else plants like? Organic soil from miracle Grow. It's made with all the best stuff like wood fiber and compost. Plus, it's Omri certified organic, which officially means it's made with superior ingredients. And when you give your plants the stuff that makes them happy, they won't judge you on your iffy playlist. Hear that, plants? So go ahead and give them miracle Grow. Welcome back, niggas and friends. Welcome back, friends and niggas. I am coming to you live, Jada Essence Hall's cheekbones. Okay. Amen. And I am Whitney Houston, and this is The Read. Thank you for coming back. Yes, thank you for being with us in yet another week. We're about two weeks, I mean, two months Mm -hmm. into quarantine. You know, at this point, I'm ready to just yeah <laughs> commit to this dystopian life that we're about to have. And mm-hmm. whenever they go on the market for cybernetic parts, um, <laughs> oh lord, I've always wanted to recreate the magic within the video games I play. So sign me up because okay. it's looking bleak. <laughs> um, yeah, it is unfortunately. But that's neither here nor there. We're going to come at you with some Black Excellence, as we always do this week. Black Excellence is going to one Nicholas Johnson. Nicholas Johnson is a native of Montreal. And also the first Black valedictorian at Princeton. 200. What? And seventy four years. I know you fucking lying to me. Years. I know you lying. Three hundred and sixty five days. Holy shit. Two hundred and sixty four of those. Oh wow. Is how long Princeton has been a situation. (laughs) Nicholas is their first black valedictorian. Wow. So congratulations to this young man. And honestly, just reading his like, uh, I was going to say catalog, reading his like work and resume here. I mean, I guess I can see how this happened. Johnson is pursuing a, a bachelor of engineering degree in operations research and financial engineering as i'm reading here mm-hmm. um, because of them we can.com with minors in computer science app applied mathematics and statistics and machine Ooh, learning no no this nigga lost me at bachelor okay so. i'm actually all those words you just said they just sound like you know like triggering so no yeah, i just i don't know what any of this pay means. attention to that but congratulations to him and i just really can't even believe that princeton is just now getting a black man yep. like, that doesn't mm, okay all right Imagine after 274 goddamn years that this planet has gone around the fucking sun. For you to be the one that's just like, for you to be I'm the one that, that is there. 
you have to have been like, there's no contest. There's literally nothing yes. that we white girls can do about this. Nobody there's said nothing that we can check. manipulate. Exactly. Right, exactly. Nobody there's can no... fuck it up. It was just clear that this motherfucker was smarter than all of y'all from jump. And <laughs> there's no jig to keep down. All of y'all. <laughs> there's nothing we can do about it. <sighs> um, okay. Yes. Last summer. To this brother. Nicholas worked as a software engineer at Google in California. Oh, as one does. And as one does <laughs> at, at times. Um, he also uh, had an internship experience at Oxford University and their integrative compute, computational biology and machine learning group. Nope. My Lost God. me again. That's too many words. <laughs> <laughs> and another at Montreal's Institute for Learning Algorithms through an exchange program held at the Chinese University of Hong Kong in 2017. Thank you for that information because of them we can. And speaking of algorithms, Nicholas, can you speak to Instagram? Because I'm still confused. <laughs> I was going to say the most I know about algorithms is that Instagram is fucking ours up on purpose. They're terrible at it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's they don't care because niggas are not gonna stop using instagram so they're gonna keep doing what they want algorithms is also like the first time i actually accepted algorithms as a word pertaining to my life is when i figured out how to solve rubik's cubes because that's a whole set of algorithms but that's neither here nor there no wonder i've never been good at it i have never been able to solve a rubik's cube it's literally pattern after pattern anyway um no not for me Nicholas will be graduating virtually, as one will have to do these days, on May 31st. And then he's set to attend MIT, as one does. Of course! (laughs) Where he will pursue... PhD in operations God research damn. Okay. So I'm hoping that Nick can at some point build me some sort of a mech, like a like a mech suit, a robot suit. Okay. Or something that I can fly in and also shoot lasers. Because it seems like that's what he <laughs> is professing in. Yeah, I feel like he can probably do that right now. The fact that he's just like, let me go on and get a PhD at MIT to just dash the cherry right on top. Let me just go ahead and sprinkle a little bit of extra excellence on top. He's probably like Marvel's Riri Williams and has just been building androids since he was 13 and is just like, how does one catch up? He's basically male Shuri is what I'm guessing. Okay, okay. I don't know. Now that I get, because only Riri I yeah. know is Rihanna, but Shuri I know. Yeah. So thank you. Riri Williams is black female teenage Iron Man and we're lucky to have her. Okay. And that's what you can know. Her name is Iron Heart superhero um i enjoy her color scheme as well as everything she stands for as a black woman that's better than everyone around her okay then (laughs) also black excellence this week is black owned coffee brand black and bold the first black owned nationally distributed coffee brand okay it's available in target and now they've expanded to whole foods and amazon okay Okay, this is a company founded by Rod Johnson and Pernell Caesar. They started the company, or founded the company in 2018. Some black-ass um, names. Leaving their, ain't it? Come on, Pernell. That's why you know you can trust it. Yeah, right, well, that's and right. <laughs> they left their... Uh, their jobs and lifestyles to pursue a business in the coffee industry, which mm-hmm. they're passionate about. And it says here that they weren't like all the way experienced as businessmen at the same time, but they knew at that time, but they knew that they love fucking coffee. Yeah. And they knew that there were, there needed to be more black people in the business side of coffee. 
to be holding things down. Because yes, plenty of black people do love and enjoy their coffee. And oh, coffee yes. for plenty oh, of yes. black people <laughs> is the only reason that you might get them to say two words to you in the morning. <laughs> it is literally like, I remember starting coffee like at a very young age because my mama was also super into it so i was drinking coffee at like 15 and it used to be when i was working a nine to five like literally don't even talk to me until i've had a cup of this like literally don't just don't even look in my direction i already know that somebody named pernell is not gonna steer me wrong when it comes to that bean i know that i know pernell is a name that tell me you know what you're doing black and bold oh i was hoping it was called drip but i like black and bold you know what? That's a great name. As I'm just well. a nigga. Maybe they can do that as like a sub, a sub brand. Oh yeah, or, or maybe it can be like a a, a roast. Do, do do coffees have strains? I'm such a weird. I don't head. know what the fuck we're talking about anymore. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But yeah, you can go to blackandbold.com. Uh, That's B L K, and um and bold, mm-hmm. where you can learn more about their coffee and their business and the <laughs> the ways in which they give back to their communities and so on and so forth and again it's available at whole foods amazon and Target. Mm-hmm. so if you're a, ta- a coffee drinking girl and you feel like supporting some black folk mm-hmm. in this economy now you know where to do it <laughs> and they have loose leaf tea too for the friends out yes who aren't yes. doing that you know, whatever, whatever y'all's reasons whatever, are. Yeah. Coffee, roast, whatever. Those of yeah. you who really be into tea, I don't have tea unless there's weed in it, but for the rest I love of you, tea. it's right there. I love tea. But I Jamaica was tea. on by Britain. Jamaica was on by Britain. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm, well, here we are. It makes, yeah, here we, here we go. <laughs> Lord help us. <laughs> Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. Listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas 
hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Um, well, this week in our pop culture segment, Hot Tops, The Boner Collector. Gross. I, um... <laughs> Gross. We'll be starting here with the verses. Uh, this, what is it, a franchise? A series? Series is probably the word to use. Yeah. Um... This is being run by Swiss Beats and Timbaland. If y'all didn't know already, they have been facilitating these classic goat battles on Instagram. We've had, I don't know why I was about to say Teddy Pendergrass, Teddy Riley versus (laughs) Babyface and all of the ups and downs of that affair. We've had um, Sean Garrett, The Dream, Neo I was going to say Dallas Austin. Yes. Jante Austin. (laughs) The other Austin. The other Austin. And just this past, was it yesterday or day before? I think day before yesterday. There was Erica Badu and Jill Scott, which was the first one I actually tuned into and stayed tuned into. I tried the Teddy Riley babyface one, as I said before. I got kicked out the club. I don't know what Instagram was doing. (laughs) But I was able to get in, uh, get a seat at the the Badu uh, Scott show, and I enjoyed the fuck out of myself. Ooh, I love both of those that. women's music so much. I've been an open and out Eric Badu stand for a long time, and I love Jill Scott's music. But Jill helped me realize that I stand as well in this particular. <laughs> thing it's not to say that i've ever underestimated or neglected the power that is jill scott but when you're playing your back-to-back hits right on instagram and something. there's just something like oh you know what i have been a stand this whole time and didn't open my <laughs> mouth and say it that's real fran and jade convinced me to turn it on but i ended up falling asleep <laughs> and- of course fran and jade convinced you to turn it on they were yes. so high Cause you know them hotepsses in Brooklyn, they was over there saging and all that bullshit. You know, doing their yeah. hippie shit. I fell asleep, but I knew it was gonna be good because oh. <laughs> Erica and Jill put out good music. They do. I mean, and honestly, they put out sleepy time music. I'm not surprised I went to well, sleep. <laughs> it's well, a vibe, you know. It's relaxing. That's that's a if there's to ever y'all. a mammy titty around, you will take a nap. <laughs> but. It's true. I can go to sleep very, very easily. But I mean, the problem with Eric and Jill was never their music. That was never it. So I knew that, that it was, was literally like be a great back and forth. It was like Instagram was a hammock. Yes. Like it was so relaxing, so peaceful. Are you eating and fries? I love... No, this is a sour straw. Oh, <laughs> I was like, this nigga. I realized that this a... is the last. I realize that this is unprofessional, but it was the last one in the pack. It's okay. And I just feel no, like I fine. had to finish it. Yeah, they'd be all right. But 
Um, I love when the two people in these battles respect one another as artists. Yeah. And they're like fanning out for each other while they're playing music that we all love. Yeah. And um, I love how Erica Badu puts whatever on her head and shoulders. <laughs> and I want it. I think I spent around $200 on the Badu World Market after this stream. Yeah, you're a fan of the Badu World Market. <laughs> I mean, that was the first time I bought anything from there. Um, oh, I don't know why I, I thought you me- ordered the Pussy Incense. I don't either, but um, I got me a hoodie and they had Jill Scott versus Badu shirts and I got me one of them um, Wow, crystal jam water bottles. Oh, Lord. Did you really? What is that supposed to do to your water? (laughs) I think Amethyst is for general healing. I don't remember her ask. Hey, friend. Hey. (laughs) But they also have rose quartz, and I don't remember what the other one was. And oh, I was just man. like, "Of course, Erica Badu. She also has grinders. Mama has like whole right. pot head sets. <laughs> like you can get yourself a whole little chamber for your weed, as well as a grinder, a rolling mm-hmm. table. Badu's got the things. So yeah, I enjoyed the fuck out of great. myself. I really did like their um their little powwow erica badu and jill scott are so beautiful like jill scott is so fucking pretty yeah she really is it don't make no damn sense it really doesn't make any sense she, she just has gorgeous. like and then she smiles most... and you're just like is this person real is this yes a real face? i was just about to say that like her smile is so stuff anyway yeah i just was standing out for these two iconic black women and i was into it and i had a good time and i'm glad that i went to the club for that one mm-hmm. apparently next up on the versus list this coming saturday will be nelly versus Ludacris. Oh, that's Saint real. Louis I thought niggas versus was... Atlanta. <laughs> oh, no, wow. it's real. Okay, Nelly versus Ludacris. Mm. So whip out your Von Dutch hats and your House of Darion. <laughs> your Air Force, as ones, well as your, your Air Force tees. ones. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> because they're coming for you. Your belts with the scrolling marquee. <laughs> oh my God. Programming belts. Oh God, what a time! <laughs> Zoomers, for those of you listening, <laughs> niggas used to go to the flea market <laughs> and buy LED belt buckles <laughs> <laughs> and program like their set name Damn. into the fucking <laughs> be in the club into the belt. Just Brian, <laughs> you be like, right. what? No, this is my line name. You know, we are, you know, Alpha Kappa. Anyways. Little baby do good. You be like, why? Why is this on your body? Woo, yeah. I just wanted to come to the skating rink. I didn't know that I was going to be accosted with a bunch of flashing name belts. Like, I can't do this. I think that's actually going to be but, fun um, for me at my big age. I think <laughs> I think I would enjoy that. It's hard for me to decide just hearing all, the two of them who would win, like, off top, like, easily. I'm inclined to say ludicrous, but, you know, Nelly me meant too. a lot to people from the forgotten area of the country that is... <laughs> Missouri, Oklahoma, Kansas. I'm not lying. (laughs) 
I mean, you named your state, so I feel like <laughs> he can actually argue with you. Yeah, no, they can't argue with me about that. Niggas from Nebraska don't have nobody to, to fucking rep for them. Wow. So, you know. That hurts. I'm just saying, it is what it is. So, that will, that will be entertaining. We shall see. Yeah, no. I'll definitely make myself a little drink and try to pull up, see what y'all talking about. Um, I don't know that I'm going to be invest as invested or healed as I oh, was. Oh no, in definitely not. You're not getting no healing, Aunt Cella. Mm-mm. Yeah, you're not getting no healing. But at the same time, I mean, we're talking about the nigga who made tip drill and move, <gasps> bitch. Ooh. So like we now see two nigga classics, <laughs> both of them. We both love them the- both. <laughs> What can we do about it? Um, oh, man. So I will be there, uh, hopefully, and I'm totally into this. According to Swiss Beats, um, only goats, as I said, get verses in invitations. You've got to have at least 20 hits to get into verses. Oh, okay. I think that nigga just said that because he was probably a little high or just really having a great time. 20, okay. whatever. Yeah, because 20 hits, how are we, how we uh-huh. define a hit? But okay. Greatest of all time is the definition of goat. And so they're only looking for icons. And this nigga said, <laughs> Susby said, goat means greatest of all time. Don't put yourself in that fire if you don't got no ice. Well, okay. That's that that's, made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sir. I mean, I don't think the girls who have one or two songs that we might vaguely remember from the 90s are, you know, climbing over themselves to be a part of this but don't put yourself in the fire if you don't got no ice just sounds like something an uncle would say like the type of uncle that only gives money to his nephews mm-hmm. and you'd be like but like, why would i put myself in the fire at all right <laughs> it's like you don't have to don't ask no questions it seems safer to just eat my ice <laughs> <laughs> and that's when he tell you to shut the hell up and go back in the house <laughs> That was the child that I was. And I feel like <laughs> Me <this. laughs> too. Constantly exposing the flaws in adults' logic and having them be like, go away. I feel like that is what eventually led to me just sitting in my room like Brandy and yeah, just that's real. That's staying real. away because I'm like, nobody can really handle the questions <laughs> or the statements I have. I Every like time I make an observation, it's a problem. Shit. Exactly. <laughs> Like, I don't know what you want me to do, so... Oh, man, exact same person. Um, Also discussed in the on the topic of verses was Kaya versus Trina. So... Mm, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So Kaya still does things on the internet. And somebody was talking to her while she was doing things on the internet and talked about the versus battle. I think it was the the baby face, uh, Teddy Riley one that had just ended. And of course, uh, Kai uh, alleged that she was ready to have whomst ever battle her in one of these things. <laughs> and the person Girl. on the phone brought up Trina's name. To which Kaya no. cackled like the witch that she is and claimed that she has 285 hits for Trina. Clear hyperbole. What? Right. What? <laughs> Girl. That was kind of that. Trina, who has a radio show now with Trick Daddy on a radio station I grew up listening to, 99 Jams. 
sort of responded by basically saying she's not addressing no bums. Um, and <laughs> I know that's that fucking right. I notice it. Yes, ma'am. And that um, where's the quote here? Basically, make she said, make sure you have ten hits. Make sure you have at least more than one song, basically, to go toe to toe with a Trina for. Now. This is a complication for me. Well, it's not really complicated, but this is what I will say. I recognize how some people might feel like Kaya has that one song. And to most of the people who would be tuned in, it would be that one song. Correct. Um, Being from Miami, which is just outside of Florida, I understand that... Kaya has, you know, at best, my neck, my back, and then like K Wayne. I know that Kaya also has a few other very ratchet tracks that, you know, a queen like myself enjoyed when we were getting into 18 and over clubs. <laughs> oh, shit. Most of the time, those songs, though, were only played. At lesbian bars slash pool halls. Oh, it's me. And then, like, pride. <laughs> so, I don't know that that's going to have any effect on anything that you would do against Trina. It just nope. doesn't make any sense to me. No. Nope. But good for her for still having a good time and keeping herself entertained at home in her basement or whatever. Or her truck. You know... Mm-mm. This is exactly why they set minimum standards because <laughs> delusional hoes like Kaya really would even consider like that is just absurd. I'm sorry. On every fucking level, you could be the biggest Kaya stand and be able to acknowledge it. Ain't no way that girl is going toe to toe with Trina. She's just not. So we're not going. But like it's not happening. And everybody can tell you that <laughs> if niggas so. know a Kaya song, it is my neck, my back. So. I mean, that's the conversation's over. <laughs> no, Again, ma'am. Oh, hey, Flat. As a bird that is from where I'm from, I understand why she might feel very cocky. But see, Versus is not for the locals. Mm. That's why Swiss B said wow. 20 hits or whatever, because it's not for the locals. It's not for just the people in your city who fuck with you and love your shit. That is not that. Well... Moving on, then. Um, <laughs> what do we have here? So, this was one of the stranger things that I've read these days. Oh, Lord. Um, so, then it's got to be crazy. Apparently, last year, Tiffany Haddish was on Ellen. And she participated in a segment where she was being asked a bunch of burning questions. I think that was the name of the segment. One of those things was, have you ever dated a celebrity no one knows about? Tiffany Haddish admitted she's not really dated one, but she did hook up with Chingy once in the early 2000s. Go off. <laughs> Speaking of Von Dutch hats. So <laughs> right. after that, Chingy apparently uh, denied all of this. Tried to put Tiffany on blast, claiming that um, she actually slept with his brother. And oh, not him. shit. What? And why would she bring up his name, et cetera, et cetera? What? 
Tiffany had responded to this. Again, I didn't know about any of this. I guess I've just not No, I didn't either, so it's not just you. Afterwards, without saying anyone's name, Tiffany basically said that there were calls made and, like, people were, I guess, admitting at the time, like, at least to her, that she was right. Um, She posted this elaborate... I don't know if this is Instagram or Twitter or, or Facebook. I can't even tell where this fucking... Anyways. Okay. <laughs> she told the whole story about the, how they hooked up, the sex wasn't good, what hotel it took place oh, as, damn, no how it took place at, um, how she did hook up with his brother three months later, et cetera, et cetera. <gasps> Go off, her. both of them, sis. Yes. <laughs> Take them both down. Well, apparently Chingy has recently admitted to it. Saying that his brother had to remind him. Oh my God. Of the situation. <laughs> what? Why do your brother know your whole facts better than you do? He claims he had a drinking problem allegedly, and that is what he's blaming oh his my temporary. God. Oh my God. Lapse of uh, memory. I that's mean, what that's about. I. Nobody's gonna lie about sleeping with Chingy in the early two thousands. Like that's what I said. Like <laughs> who would lie about that? Of all of the girls in two thousand and nineteen, <laughs> to be like, yeah, once upon a time, you pulled out right there. Like mm-hmm. nigga, what the fuck? I got to lie for. I'm up. I don't right. have no reason to make up no bullshit about you. The nigga that made Holiday in, yeah, I'm telling the truth when I tell you that I fucked that nigga. Wow, I don't even remember that song. Yes, you do. What'd you I mean, doing? I remember the song, but I don't like really remember how it goes. <laughs> Nothing drinking at the holiday inn. See, I couldn't have done that. You and your friends. I don't remember all the words, but I know. I how simply it goes. remember that it is a song. Like I know that it is a song that exists, and that's yeah. the best that I can do for that. But I just found that to be incredibly random and hilarious. Yeah, that's and um, so weird. You were right. That is so fucking bizarre. <laughs> Everything I don't know if it's it. that Tiffany Haddish is a comedian or her role on Girls Trip or the fact that she admits it wasn't good. But I just am picturing the sex between these two people being hilarious. Like, oh, almost certainly. Uh. Like, awkward, insecure sex scene. Mm. Hilarious. Yes, reaching like, around. That kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, probably so. What a weird... Speaking of which, the girls are upset with Molly. <laughs> yes, the fuck we are. <laughs> the children are so pissed with Miss Molly. Wow. Molly. She was at work, girl. Girl. I know you're not used to her having, like, things to do and responsibilities. Mm-hmm. You're not used to her... Being successful. We get it. But that wasn't the time, Mm-mm. sis. No. Nope. You got to get out your feelings and get back into your bag. Like, exactly. what did she give to Issa at that one part where they was by the wall? The wings. She brought her, like, some chicken. Yeah. Yeah. And her, like, assistant came up and, and like, brought her away from that. And you could see... I was about to say Yvonne. You could see. <laughs> Please. <laughs> you could see Molly getting it. And I'm not trying to do that shit because Lord knows 
<laughs> niggas have a hard time separating they actors do. from their roles they enough. Do. And I'm not trying to have people be rude to this lady who's just reciting her lines. Anyway, I saw her get agitated and I'm like, Molly, you so used to this girl calling you and bothering you at work that you're like neglecting that she's or maybe you just don't take her seriously so something for you to, like, to throw that fit the way you did at the end of the night was just so crazy because she didn't have none of that none of that energy for Andrew who also did not tell her that he was helping Issa she had none of that for him had to. Uh, right because why the fuck would you be mad about this you're being fucking crazy and he tried to talk to her about it <laughs> In a ra- calm, rational way, like what's going on here? What's the real issue? And what did she do? Throw I'm a fucking say, fit anyway. I understand why she was upset, but I wouldn't have, I don't think that would have actually gotten on my nerves past half an hour. Like, I don't think that that would have been something that bothered me because it's like, at the end of the day, you claim, I guess, spoilers, whatever. I guess at the end of the day, Niggas have seen you claim. Movie. Right. That, um, you know, you didn't want to talk to the nigga about it because of what's going on with y'all. So I made a situation where I could get what I needed without you having to talk to him. So, right. like, what's the big deal? And it's and like you're also forgetting out. that Andrew, Andrew is reasonable. It didn't so stop it's not like, Andrew from, like, being on your side and supportive for you about the whole fight between you and Issa. It didn't get in the way of nothing. You just decided to be a self-centered, crazy bitch. In the mid, no, thank God, not in the middle, towards the tail end of Issa's block party. At the very least, you didn't absolutely ruin the whole thing. But, oh, yes, Molly is on my shit list right now. She is. And Issa is not perfect. She is not blameless. But, oh, yeah, they both added some fuel. Right. Because Issa, you know, part of the problem here is that Issa never made the time to actually have the conversation with Molly. And neither one of them was really willing to be vulnerable with the other because every time Molly would try to talk about how she was really having this issue with Andrew, Issa would blow it off like, oh, you're doing too much. But like, it's really, that's really not it this time. But you just assume and I'm still the same bitch. And it was the same thing with Molly and Issa. Like, you just assume I fucked up so bad and that's why schoolboy Q ain't part of the show or whatever. When like, damn, bitch, shit just happens sometimes. But anyway as you can tell I have a lot of feelings about Insecure but <laughs> yeah no it's fantastic Molly is just and, yeah um, she's on my shit list right now I'm not fucking with her yeah I'm upset with her as well but I feel like both of them could have done things at times to Definitely. get to the situation that they need to get to aside from that Natasha Rothwell is a gift wow. <laughs> every single week yes she is that lady yes she is, is so good to us we don't deserve that british accent you know i was jealous you know i was jealous of that accent (laughs) died it was so well done and i love the return to the petty back and forth between her and amal yes and i literally screamed life out of my dog when that bitch said nigga i'm from philly i wanted to die like she is just so fucking good she is she's catch up on insecure if you're behind south central london i was like yo this nigga is (laughs) like (laughs) why why did she say so what what do you call giving away from a taco (laughs) a taco 
I was like, why the fuck Kelly think British people don't know what tacos are? Right, bitch, they have tacos over there. But then, of course, you know, one of the things I love most about Kelly is every time we see her, she got a new nigga. She don't commit to none yeah. of these hoes. I love it. I love it. But then also, I this one was same. a total dumbass. She clearly didn't know shit about England. This nigga thought right. Bank of America was one of the branches of government. Like, And she almost left after he said that. Because <laughs> how you gonna say that in front of Amal? <laughs> The worst person to say that dumb shit in front of. But she couldn't admit that that actually pissed her off because Amal was still standing there. Right. I she love was this so mad. Show. <laughs> anyway, yes. With my whole heart. <laughs> Go watch Shout Insecure. out to the cast and crew of Insecure. That shit yes. is so fucking fantastic. Congratulations on season Hallelujah. five. Yes. Um... Moving on, future reacts to paternity test results. Why is this a tab on my computer? I don't care about this. You you must have opened it. He tweeted, teach these hoes how to keep their business off the internet. So, so Girl, it's a positive test then. That's what I'm hearing. Who's going to teach you how to keep condoms on your dick? Right. Fucking vasectomy? Who's going to teach you to just stop going raw in these hoes? <laughs> You could just always do that. Men act like they are victims of these women who get pregnant. When it's like, you could have also not fucked her. You could have fucked her with a condom. You could have just been more responsible about this. You could have taken more time before you fucked her. But you didn't do none of that. You didn't know this nothing is why about I could that never girl. Be a teacher. <laughs> Woo, shit. If I was one of those teachers who, God bless them, taught sex ed or whatever, oh, like, no. nope. I would be, listen everyone because <laughs> some of y'all go hit 35 and still act like you don't know what happens with sperm and eggs oh, shit. so let's take notes and discuss mm-hmm. how conceiving right life happens like nigga you just you just won't do better and so this is your life happy you... father's day is coming up how many baby mamas does he have now mm. none <laughs> Speaking of babies, um, Nicki Minaj is apparently playing with the Barb's emotions and hinting at the fact that she could be with child. Oh, I don't buy it. Okay. But only time will tell. Um, yeah, if she's teasing them about it, then I definitely don't think she is. <laughs> she was talking with some of the t- fans on Twitter. Uh, celebrating the remix to day to Doja Cat's Say So going number one on Billboard's Hot 100. Shout out to Doja and Nikki and Megan and Beyonce for being the four black girls in the top two on Billboard 100. That's a first. That's nice. Um, they asked, How's your health been to Miss Mirage Petty? To which she responded, in great health, praise God, praying you guys are staying safe as well. Love you. Someone asked if she's been cooking. She said, absolutely. (laughs) Steak, shrimp, cheeseburgers. And then she talked about cravings that she's been having, including chicken nachos and things of that nature, jalapenos. Everybody wants chicken nachos, though, (laughs) to be fair. I mean, let's just go come out and say it. (laughs) (laughs) That's not really pregnancy specific. If she was like, I just want pickles and ice cream with a side of dirt, then I would be like, okay, (laughs) this bitch is pregnant. But chicken nachos, half the hoes in Harlem want some chicken nachos right fucking now. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Friend. (laughs) 
okay. with a side of dirt just <laughs> took me out of here. <laughs> you know, pregnant women be like, mm, I just need some dirt. <laughs> I know. Like, that's, and that is what, like, was so whatever to me about this tweet because I was like, bitch, I'll eat some chicken nachos right now. I'm not even hungry. Okay. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> like, how y'all got pregnancy out of this? <laughs> like, what? Anyways, oh, then she Lord. talks about constant nausea and having to pee. Someone asked her to post a baby bum. She said in a couple of months, the world is not ready yet. So, again, I think she's just fucking okay. with her fans because she, like everybody else, is bored right now. But if she is pregnant, good the fuck for her. I know that she wants to have kids. And so, God bless. I still prefer... uh non Mrs. Petty but at the same time that nigga hasn't been really on my radar aggravating me well he's been limited in what he can do so (laughs) maybe this has been best for these niggas just take away all (laughs) their options and see what happens if you like it I'm obsessed I don't even give a shit Yeah, if she is pregnant, then I hope she has a great pregnancy because it must be stressful to be pregnant during this fucking pandemic. I can't even imagine. Me either. Shout out to all the pregnant people because I, my my blessings, my prayers. I'm talking about. I'm locking the bedroom door. You can't come in here. (laughs) You gonna have to give me a minute. Leave my Postmates at the door on the floor. I'll get to it. And then just walk away. Don't I have to process shit. Right. Like nobody's coming. Anyway. Anyway. Um, what else do we have here? Is that it? Oh, um, last but not least, Adele just had her 32nd birthday a few days ago. And she posted a photograph on her Instagram page with a caption that says, thank you for the birthday love. I hope you're all staying safe and sane during this crazy time. I'd like to thank all of our first responders and essential workers who are keeping us safe while risking their lives. You are truly angels 2020. Okay, bye. Thanks. And so, ooh, I hope you can. Well, you probably heard that. Yep, they did. They, def- they definitely did hear that, the show phone. <laughs> um, but one, the one thing that created tons and tons of headlines from this photo is Adele and this figure, this thinner, lighter figure that she's been uh, working on apparently for years in terms of trying to uh, work on her health and having a trainer and all of that stuff. Um, she looks nice. Yeah, that I was that, y'all to freak out about. <laughs> I always thought that Adele had really pretty face and great bone structure i'm a face person you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like i'm not gonna sit up here and act like i don't acknowledge like a great body and how you have to literally bust your ass and commit to whatever the fuck you gonna eat to to get it it's hard work and you know i like a great pair of pecs and some abs just like the next queen but i like face is is my (laughs) jush you know like i I, know (laughs) anyway um good for her if she's happy i'm more concerned with when we're getting an album i'm gonna be honest and selfish with you about it um every one of (laughs) adele's albums at this point has slapped and she's my age so 
I, it's probably a bitch to like have your catalog basically be these bodies of work where you're saying, here is where I'm at in, yep. in this age, yep. in this era of my life. And that for, for that time after time to just smack bitches in their feelings and be like me as well, mm-hmm. Adele. Yeah. So like as a 32 year old who currently has no motherfucking goddamn bleeding idea of what the fuck anything is on this God forsaking ball of shit that we call Earth. I'm really, you know, curious oh to know what she might have for us these days. Um, yeah, we'll hear it. You know, she's also freshly divorced. So I think that will have mm-hmm. quite a bit to do with it because I don't think they had a prenup. I think I saw that she reportedly had to pay him $140 million or euros or whatever, which just sounds like. girl i can't even imagine i can't even imagine that wire transfer so you better check your brakes if that happens to me yeah (laughs) (laughs) why did jade say the exact same thing (laughs) i don't give a fuck no y'all ain't shit for that (laughs) (laughs) bitch let me tell you something not shit for that. <laughs> All these goddamn songs out in a row and fucking pictures I done taken, bitch. And you gonna come out of here and, and make me fucking hate your ass and then talk about you want... No. I'm sorry. Yeah. If Adele's happy, I'm happy for her. I knew the internet was gonna react to seeing her looking like Sarah Paulson, but I really don't care what size her body is. That bitch can just... She does look like she Sarah can Paulson. just sing. I, that's dead ass who I thought it was at first. But, you know... Like you, I just want to hear the music. I thought it was somebody from the hills. Like one of the Cavalari girl. <laughs> yeah, one of them. She looks like a friend of of Low and Lauren. Lauren why, why why am I forgetting Lauren's fucking full name all of a sudden? Like I didn't watch every episode and don't own every episode of MTV's critically acclaimed show, <laughs> The Hills. Oh, I just found it. I'll tell you, it's Lauren. Conrad. It is correct. Yes. Yes. Kristen Cavallari, Audrina. Oh no. I'm sorry. The first Adrina two are the only ones I know. It's a P name. This is gonna kill me, so I have to look it up. I don't care about the guys. Who gives Patridge? I almost said that, but I thought that, that was a fake name. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh girl. And then they tried to like re like reboot the hills, I think, recently. And they brought back like Ugh, two people from the original hills, and neither one of them were niggas we like. And it was like, okay. You don't have to reboot everything. You can just come up with new ideas, guys. The Hills was never um, for me. Not ever, not once was that show for me. I can't even tell you why I liked it. Mm-mm. No, I was. I really don't think. No, nah. I know it's not the first time I've talked about the hills on the show, so I'm sure that I've talked before about what I liked about it. Right now, I can't tell you that it's anything besides the fact that they used to have, they used to make their problems seem like end of the world problems, and the editing. The score of the show was just adding to the drama of their lives. But then the biggest problem was shit like, like, you told your boyfriend that I have a sex tape or some shit. Like, it was just like, or like, you didn't come to the grand opening event of the company that I'm 
an executive assistant for. It was just like super drama. He's a sucky person. Like they used to just, it was like peak white and it was dramatized in a way that made it feel like these motherfuckers were like trying to just get any drink of water out of the nearest canal. Like they were just suffering human beings when they literally were like Caitlyn Jenner's kids. Right. I was like about to say, other rich motherfuckers. This sounds like the Kardashians, but with luxury yeah. internships. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was the Kardashians <laughs> before the Kardashians. Yeah, no, that's not for me. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all got it. Um, listen, that's it for Hot Tops this week. We're gonna take a break and then we'll come back with your letters. Don't go anywhere. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts okay guys we're back and it is time for your listener letters yes it is send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com we may read them aloud on the show and we have one quick one to start off with someone asking if you're a fan of i knew yasha and are you excited about the <laughs> sequel <laughs> um, I was never a huge fan of Inuyasha. Inuyasha. I did watch some okay. of it when I was younger. I didn't even know anything about a sequel. So what I will probably do is try and get up to date with Inuyasha and then um see whatever it is that you're talking about with this with this sequel series i guess i hope it's not gonna be some like drastically different animated shit where they're gonna do like cg or some other unnecessary shit but i guess what difference does it make since i am not a fan (laughs) and maybe they'll surprise you (laughs) yeah maybe it will surprise me but not everything needs to be like here's what it looks like in 2020 like you can just jaw (laughs) that's fine (laughs) 
and that would be okay but as I'm well. not in animation so let me be quiet okay well let's move on to the letters then this first one comes from Andre who says I'm 26 years old college educated with a muscular build I'm basically trade while I was at work this okay <laughs> while I was at work this guy came through the drive through to pay a bill I'm assuming he works at a bank because where else would you do that <laughs> I don't know. Usually everyone who pays at the drive-thru are old people because they don't know how to use modern technology to pay online. But to my surprise, it was a nigga and he was fine. He told me his <laughs> account information and I saw that it was only his name on the account. So he probably isn't married. Oh, girl. <laughs> After I gave him his receipt, he looked me dead in the eyes and it felt like it lasted forever. But I know that it definitely lasted way longer than average customer contact. My heart dropped and I got so nervous that I couldn't say anything. As he drove away, I immediately thought about how this nigga can get these cakes and I'm a top. All right. Me being the shy, introverted nigga I am. (laughs) I logged into Facebook to see if I could find his profile using the name on his account. Bitch, I did. I added him as a friend and within an hour, he accepted the friend request. My question wow. is <laughs> My question is Gays are unfucking defeated. Second. <laughs> My question is what do I do now? What if the nigga ain't gay and I'm just tripping? Of course I looked through his Facebook for clues, but that didn't help at all. Under normal circumstances, I would probably message him, but by me finding and adding him only by using his account information makes me nervous that it could backfire if he's <laughs> offended and contacts my job. Valid concern to just now have. Please help. Your yeah. advice is much needed. <laughs> Thanks, Andre. <laughs> Sweetie, that nigga either doesn't know who you are and just accepted your page because you accept nice everybody attractive yep. to him yeah or he accepts everyone or he knows exactly who you are and where he saw you at and doesn't give a fuck about that so i highly doubt that you messaging him or leaving a comment on his facebook or something like that is going to cost you your job i doubt it um mm-hmm. if you agree. feel like there was some sort of a you know, connection that y'all made when you locked eyes at the drive through at the bank or whatever. <laughs> you know, that's your your feelings. Those are your feelings to have. Mm-hmm. I I say just go ahead. Like I'm super shy and introverted as well, and I'm never the one to make the first move, which is why I, you know, be by myself. Yeah. But I don't think that there's anything wrong with either sending him a message or like I don't know how Facebook works because I'm not into it. Yeah, that's it. Um, You can just send a message. Yeah, so I guess you could just do that or maybe like some of his photographs or you could like comment on things that he posts. Um, I feel like different people have different approaches to this. So you can have like the slow and steady thing. Or if you're real comfortable, you could just go ahead right out from the gate and be like, nigga, I saw you when you pulled up to the thing or whatever. And you're fine <laughs> as fuck. Here's my number. You know, yeah. I don't think either one of those things is wrong. That's both. I don't think that there's anything wrong with you just being like, I met you uh, that one time interested in getting to know you better if he's straight he's straight 
And there you go. That's the end of that. Right. Or, you know what I'm saying? You could test the waters a little bit now that y'all are friends on social media and see how you guys, like, vibe just on that tip. And then if exchange likes happen and (laughs) all of that other stuff, then maybe you slide into the DMs. But if this is what the way that you worked it, it really could be either one of these things. But I don't see any harm in you just being like, let me go ahead and shoot my shot. I don't think there's anything wrong yeah. with that. Or you can just comment on, you know, whatever picture him at paintball or whatever and be like, oh, I love paintball. I go to... Right. I don't know why I picked paintball of all yeah. fucking activities. So I yeah. hate myself right now. But the point being... it sounds very trade. <laughs> I just don't... I, I agree with you, Fury. I don't think that you're going to be in some sort of trouble if you just flirt with this man or hit him up. Like... I, I didn't even think about the fact that he might just be the type of person who accepts, accepts whoever adds him on Facebook. I forgot there are people out yeah. there who just do that. It sounds crazy yeah. to me, but there are people who yeah. do it. So maybe it's that. But if y'all had the connection that it sounds like y'all had, then, you know, maybe he's feeling the exact same way. And he's glad that you found him because obviously he didn't know your name. And so maybe, you know, this is the start of something beautiful. A COVID romance. Yeah. Who knows? It could be. It could be. But even if even if you don't get the, you know, those feelings returned or whatever, I really don't think it's going to cost you your well-being or your job or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you just flat out send him a dick pic or something like that, then maybe. Right. Then it might be like, don't get okay, crazy. Homeboy's bugging. <laughs> but I think that if you are like respectful and just honest in your approach especially if you you know just comment here and there and just sort of start that way i don't think that there's anything wrong it's either a yes or no and if it's a no it's plenty of fine niggas all around did he say where he's from no he did not probably on purpose (laughs) yeah probably on purpose yeah but yeah it's fine ass niggas everywhere child so if it's not that one it'll be somebody else but i don't think there's no wrong with hitting him up yeah and you know shout out to you you used your resources you may have violated your jobs you know company yeah. <laughs> i was just about but, to say i wouldn't make a habit yeah, out of searching that <laughs> but i think you're fine yeah good luck all right next letter comes from hmm, let's see Here's one from Maya. She's dealing with a peculiar issue. She says... A case of the ex? (laughs) Not quite. (laughs) I see what you did there. Maya is a 31-year-old Atlantan. She says, Despite Governor Kemp's attempts, I have been listening to our mayor, Keisha, and still keeping my black ass in the house. But the same cannot be said for my white Floridian mother. During our Mother's Day check-in, she informed me, (laughs) white and Floridian... I mean, God bless. Yeah. During our Mother's Day check-in, she informed me that she has started Uber driving because she has been out of work for two months. That's understandable, and I can't stop her hustle, I suppose. So I asked her if she was being safe. She then tells me that she thinks all of this corona stuff is a conspiracy theory and that she's over it. With my mouth wide open and trying to be respectful, I asked again, well, are you you being safe? At least you have strangers coming in and out of your car. It's important that you're wearing a mask. But she says that the riders are wearing masks, so that's safe enough. I am furious to the point of tears because I have a severely immune deficient younger sister who lives with my mom. And she has plans to move my grandfather into her house in a few weeks. 
I'm not sure how stupid a person can be, but my question is, what can I do? My therapist, of course, would say that I can't control anyone, but I have a few thoughts. Should I report her to Uber or maybe drive to Florida and steal my sister? Should I try again to reason with her? My brother and I have both offered to help her with bills, but she ain't having it. Thanks, y'all. Stay safe. Maya. Okay. Well, um... If this were me, I think that I would try again to reason with her, expecting that it's not going to work, but at least I can say I tried. And after that, I would either be communicating directly with my sister saying, I'm sending you masks and all of these other things and stay away from mama or whatever. Or I would flat out just go and get her and be like, you know what? Because you can't control what your mama is going to do or where she's going to go or how she's going to work and stuff. But if if you can control the safety of your younger sibling, then I would. I, I, I think that, like, if, if my mama is just going to be, like, wilding out on some MAGA shit talking about it's a conspiracy, even though how could it possibly be? It's like, 75,000 people dead, girl. It's not Like, fake. it doesn't even make sense. It you think that the girls just fake. fell out of the sky somewhere and were like, we're no... Like, it doesn't... <sighs> it's just... It's so annoying. Mm-hmm. And I know this is your mama, so my bad. But, like, <laughs> it's... Oh, well... It's so fucking annoying to know that people are still thinking and behaving this way and passionately at that, while also most of the time or many times spreading the fucking virus at that, only extending the time. I'm not going to do this again. Yeah. I would, if I could, send my sister everything that she needs to be to be safe and speak to her directly. I don't even know how old the sister is, if he said, but... I, if I could speak to her directly and be like, this is what we're going to do for you so that you can be safe right. from our mother who was taking all of these ridic- ridiculous risks and being completely like unreasonable. And like I said, if I could, I would take my ass down to the house, go pick my sister up and say she'll be back, you know, right. when she's safe. Because if she's severely immunodeficient or whatever the term is, then, like, I don't even understand why this is a conversation for your mama. Right. But mamas are just people. You know, ain't nobody perfect, but... That's yeah. true. That's true. That's it's kind of like... if I mean, so the advice is different. You didn't tell us how old your sister is, but it is very different if she's 17 versus 7. Like... Right, yes. And if she's that... um immunodeficient, then she may actually be, like, chronically ill. And so it's a risk going and packing her up and taking her somewhere else and then it's also a risk for her to be there and then there's a matter of doctors and prescriptions and all that so it's not as easy as just go take your sister but um yeah like if Yuri said if you try to talk to her again and she's still acting like the virus isn't real i just don't i really can't imagine having a close relative like you might think the media is overhyping it or whatever, but to just be like the whole thing is a conspiracy theory. It's just like, girl, people are dead for real. Yeah, that's not a, like real dead. That isn't a joke. Like you can go on Facebook and people are talking about their relatives who have passed away. I don't know how you think that that's all just a lie, but you know, she's coping however she needs to cope. If you can at all get your sister to a safer place, then I would try to do that. Or, you know, maybe 
Ugh, I don't know. Because you and your brother could send her bill money and she's still going to Uber because she don't see it's a fucking issue. That's the thing. Like, I don't... Damn. Understand. This is so frustrating. I would just... Oh, I would want to just shake the shit out of her. I would too. <laughs> and it's like... Again, there's only so much that you can do in this kind of a situation. And I think that you just brought up a great point that it's like, who knows if it is even safe for you to go and get your sister and take her anywhere. Um, But I do think that, again, I would try to impress upon my mother, like, the seriousness of it. It's one thing, like you said, Crystal, to be like, well, the media is doing the most versus Mm -hmm. this is all a conspiracy. And again... I'm not too tapped into what the media is saying about the coronavirus, but I mean, with the number of people that are dead, I don't think that there's too much most yeah. that you can do. I think you it's the I mean? fact that it's like, it's the only news, basically. There is nothing going on but stuff related to coronavirus. And people are getting antsy with the kind of lockdowns that we've been having and, you know, whether they're going to open up and all that shit. So, like, you could make the argument that, like, cable news and these different news outlets are making so much money off of this or like they're just trying to keep you engaged in the story so that you're glued to the tv or glued to their publication but like they're not lying about the number of people who have died they're not lying about how contagious the virus is or how easily it spreads that isn't a joke like (laughs) i just don't i don't know how you can get that through a grown woman's head if she don't want to understand it so do yeah, the best you I think can I would tell her sending the ppe sister, is a really good idea yeah i think i would be like you know i would talk to her again and i think i would say if we don't land on a place like an understanding i think i would tell her like well i'm about to come and get sheila because this right. just doesn't make any sense and it's not right that just because you think something that doesn't make any sense um yeah. That, you know, your kid, my sister, could possibly get gravely ill or lose her life because, you know, you just yeah. want to do whatever it is that you want to do. And call your granddaddy. Oh. Let him know what's going on before he move in with your mama. He don't have no idea oh, yeah. that she out here gallivanting yeah. in Uber all damn day and not wearing a mask. See how he feel about that. But good luck to you because this is I would just be so fucking frustrated. I can't even. No, my mama would be hearing it from me. But anyway, let's move on. Next letter comes from Janet. And she put in parentheses, not a girl or they. I don't know. But I see we have a good place fan here. And Janet says, for the past year, my grandfather's health has been in decline. He fell twice last year and has been living in a nursing home ever since. And of course, after that happened, the family drama ensued. I don't know what it is about the end of someone's life that makes everyone related to them immediately behave like petulant and greedy children. But here we are. There have been daily text message fights between my mom and the rest of our step family, which is kids from my grandmother's second wife, not his own biologically. And they didn't even show up for this past Christmas, like has been the tradition for over 30 years. I have taken a back seat to all this and mostly been on my mom's side, but I can see how the communication has just broken down between everyone. No one in the step family is speaking to my mom anymore. She just returned from a trip to see my grandfather and to take care of all that morbid legal shit. And tonight she excitedly told me that she had my grandfather sign over his house to her and my aunt. This house is in his will, meaning 
meant to be sold and split amongst the family. But since she had it signed over to her, it's no longer an asset. And legally, any money made from its sale now goes directly to my mom and aunt. Not only is this kind of fucked up, but it's going to make everything explode worse than it already has. I wrote off the step family a long time ago because they're that special kind of crazy ass, greedy, slimy Floridian. Wow, Florida again. Never heard of the place. <laughs> but I still don't know if this is moral. And honestly, I don't want to have to deal with their shit at my grandfather's funeral. And more than anything, I'm angry about how this is hurting my grandfather who needs his family by his side now more than ever. Should I try to make my mom change her mind? Should I reach out to the step family and let them know? Should I send them the phone numbers of family therapists in their area and leave it alone? Any and all advice is welcome. Thanks, Janet. Okay, Janet. Um, that's so crazy. Like, it is true that a lot of times um, someone passing, especially if they're like the head of the family, a matriarch, pat, patri- patriarch, 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 patriarch and matriarch. Yep. Yes. Um, You had it. That. That degree of grieving and frustration and helplessness does often bring out um, argumentative, petty sides of of people because they're hurt. Um, This is a situation that you can't do much about, Mm -hmm. you know, because... It's not really something that is your cross to bear, I don't think. So it's like, like, I just don't really know what you could do to intervene or involve yourself in any of it. And like, that's all I can say about it. Yeah. Because I, I understand this experience. I will say that. And... I think it's just best for you to take a step back and just do you. Yeah. I don't think this has to be any of your business at all. Like you already don't fuck with the step family anyway. It's not like you super close with them and you feel like, you know, like y'all are just BFFs and all this. You already think they're terrible, awful people. So I would just let them and my mama beef it out. Like that ain't really got nothing to do with me. Y'all can have that. It's not like your mama came to you asking for help. And so whether it is moral, (laughs) which I mean, okay. Like, but whether that is, whether your mother did a morally right thing, I think is not really your concern. Right. I just don't, especially for when it comes to people that you already think are awful. I just don't see why you would get yourself involved in this. Now, they definitely do need family therapists, but <laughs> I'm not going to I wouldn't be what trying to run interference. Right. Like, I'm not going to put myself in the middle of this with two groups of people who don't like each other and who I maybe barely even like my damn self. I'm not doing that. Let me tell you something. I will be like, I love my family. And I'm very, very sensitive when it comes to my family. And I've experienced stuff like this before where I be the one that is like bursting into tears and like, I just want everybody to go home and all of that other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'd be feeling, <laughs> I, be, <laughs> I be feeling like, what's his name on, on Soul Food? 
Or that fucking... Oh, the baby. <laughs> yeah. I just be feeling like, oh my God, no, I didn't want to do Oh, that and little... I meant his little crying face. Yes, yes, yes. And like, I had to come to the realization that like, every familial squabble that goes on doesn't have to have me at the center of it especially if it doesn't involve me yes and i want everybody to like get along and be you know cordial and and respectful of one another and stuff like that but again your mama your auntie your uncle your cousin everybody whatever that is adults in this situation they are human beings and you can't govern how anybody is going to react or act to anything especially when you're talking about someone grieving or people grieving mm-hmm. the loss of somebody who likely kept all of this shit together in the first fucking place um so yeah i I agree i just feel like it's probably best for you to just wash your hands in the situation and let them figure that shit the fuck out and again if you're talking about a step family which i don't know that i've ever heard the term step family before but um if you talk about some niggas that you don't even fuck with like that or care for like that or whatever it's just like you know what what did Nicki Minaj say sit there and eat your rice (laughs) easy Easy. Like, avoid the stress, girl. We got other things to worry about. I would not add to my plate. Right. It's so calming to be the girl who walks into the family Mm -hmm. gathering who is like, I'm here for my red cup and to absorb the drama that I won't be a part of. (laughs) Right. I came for a plate of dressing, some greens, some mac and cheese. I already know what this is. I did not come here for all that extra shit. Thank you so much. Where the red beans at? Your drama will surely be the seasoning that I need. But at the same time, <laughs> I will merely yeah. be viewing. I'll be an observer and nothing else. And that's just a really comforting place to be at. And I think you should try it. Okay. Should we do another one or wrap it up there? Let me see our time. I think you could do one more. Okay. Because I don't have a long read. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I don't either. All right. This question. Hmm. I'm going to read this one from, I don't think she gave me. Moogle? Moogle. Moogle. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Moogle wrote in. This is a Moogle. (laughs) This is a Moogle. Oh, a white thing with a big pink nose. What is that, a a Pokemon? It's a Moogle. Oh, it's not Almost. a type of Pokemon? Might as well. Let's just say yes. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know I don't know that. You know I don't know that shit. For those of you who know what a Moogle is, I was showing her my beloved Moogle. It's really cute. It looks like, like it looks like one of my Animal Crossing animals. Let me tell you something. I'm sold. Like, Animal Crossing is just... Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So, Animal Crossing is so good. It is. I am having a ball. But Moogle says, I'm a 29-year-old woman in residency as a doctor, and my girlfriend is also in residency on the other side of the country. We've been together for a year and live 3,000 miles away from each other, but have been making it work by visiting each other once a month. It's been hard because our schedules are not very flexible. We work 80-hour weeks, and we don't make enough money to be flying coast to coast every five minutes, but it's worth it, and I'll be done with residency in two years, at which time we plan on moving somewhere together. The issue is 
Now that we're in the middle of a pandemic, it's made things a lot harder. Our vacation somehow miraculously ended up falling on the same week because we get our schedules a year in advance, which I remember that from when my best friend was going to doctor training. And I just thought that was so fucking crazy. But anyway, <laughs> I was just like, training. you know, residency. I was just like, bitch, what? A year? Right. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> know what you mean. Yeah. So uh, we had planned a trip to Bali together months ago. Obviously, we had to cancel it, but I still want to see her. We haven't seen each other in months, and it's been very difficult. It's definitely not making my depression any better, and it's adding more stress to an already stressful lifetime lifestyle. Oh, man. We talked about it extensively and decided that I should come visit her. We decided this together. We understand the risks, but to be honest, I take more risk going to work every day than I would in a mostly empty airport. I have an N95 mask, lots of hand sanitizer, disinfecting wipes, etc. I'm prepared to be extra careful. However, my girlfriend started thinking about the risk recently and her anxiety kicked in. She's now worried that I'll be exposed during my travel and get sick. And then worst case scenario, y'all already know how it can go. Yeah. I strongly believe that I can take all of the necessary precautions to prevent this. And I really need to get away from work and find some peace during my vacation my mental health depends on it but i think her concerns are completely valid and i don't want to dismiss them she still wants me to come visit because she also really wants to see me but i can tell the anxiety wait what right is that she so the girlfriend wants her to come visit but she's also scared for her to come right right yeah i can tell the anxiety is eating at her what would you do in this situation that sounds very typical of lesbians to me I was just gonna say that. <laughs> to be like, I feel both ways. <laughs> I was just gonna say this is so gay. It is. It absolutely is. <laughs> so you I know. mean the way that I'm looking at it right now is like if you're gonna go there and have to be confronted with a bunch of anxiety and not having fun and I'm gonna sit on the whole other side of the fucking house or apartment right. or whatever and just be acting all awkward the entire time that you're there then you might as well just stay your ass where you at you know and while there are definitely people especially now who are you know getting back into traveling and flying and doing whatever the fuck mm-hmm. um I still think that if you can stay your ass at the house, stay your ass at the house. I feel like if more of us are doing that and just trying to stick it out for a taste longer, we'll probably see that more people are going to be like, or more states are going to be like, hey, girl, you can go do this again. And then like, hey, now you can go do this again. Eventually. Eventually, I don't know when that is. I'm not, you know, clocking it anytime soon, but I'm saying the more that we sort of commit to this idea that we can't stay still, the longer that we may have to deal with this. May. I haven't been to the airport in months, so I don't know what the uh what the procedure is like there. I can only imagine it must be a fucking headache. <laughs> but um yeah, I mean, I think that if it's possible for you to chill where you at and just sort of like everybody is drained especially if you're a black person a person of color right now like everybody is just on e and at the same time i think that a lot of us are struggling with the like 
the pressure we put on ourselves when we feel like shit and we're in, we're just not in a place where we're most productive are our most like fun self or whatever like i'm this sounds terrible but i'm so used to feeling like shit or just being and or being at the house mm-hmm. that <laughs> all of this stuff <laughs> All of the bullshit surrounding having to stay the fuck at home for coronavirus and stuff that I'm already familiar with. It's been on super highs in some, you know, some of these weeks and other times it's like manageable. But I think for people who aren't used to that, it's just like, girl, I can't. Like all of, all of this being at the house mm-hmm. and feeling like shit and being anxious, it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm going to lose it. I'm having cabin fever. And like a lot of them are just, you know, and then if you're in a situation where you're quarantined somewhere away from your family or your partner or your kids or whatever, it's only going to be worse. But yeah, I think... Many people who feel like they can't handle it absolutely can. And if you can chill for a bit longer, then do it. But I'm also not going to be someone who's going to judge you for doing whatever the fuck it is that you're going to do. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to get in a suit like Naomi Campbell does on a regular Tuesday (laughs) when you go fly or travel or whatever, then like at least you're putting in a lot more effort than some of these other people are doing these days. So... Yeah, it I is, mean, that's that. Yeah, it's complicated because, yeah, like people, it is still best for us all to stay the fuck at home, but people are naturally going to get to the point where they can't take it no more. And right. long distance relationships are already hard. Then you have the strain of the pandemic on top of that. And you probably just like, I need to see my fucking girlfriend before I lose my mind. Yeah. But like your fury said, if she is going to just be like freaking out the whole time, scared that you done caught the Corona and brought it to her, then I don't think it's worth it. If, if she can at all be convinced that you can fly safely, then maybe, but you would also have to make sure like you had all your shit together, like you said, and it's no issue with masks and all that. Like, I can't make that decision for y'all. It's, and can you really be sure that any of that is going to be the case? Like, you I can't mean, positively be like, yeah, I know I'll be fine. Right. No, that's the thing. You can't 100 percent say, oh, I'll be OK as long as I do this, this, this. It's probably extremely highly unlikely that you would get sick if you went to the airport in a hazmat and Lysol the whole fucking plane before you sat down. But. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't want to recommend that anybody <laughs> do unnecessary traveling right now, but I also can't define necessary for you. Right. My whole thing about it is like, this isn't too much different than lots of other people who want to go somewhere or, you know, see their family or whatever. But my thing is in this situation, and I know how lesbians be arguing. If you about to go and fi- fly and go see this girl and she's going to spend this whole ass time acting like wishy-washy about you being there and then like, I don't want to cuddle because you just got to hear from the airport. Like, I, then y'all just going to fight the whole fucking time. Yep. And what the fuck is the point of that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not going to help you feel better. That's not going to fix your, you know, emotional or mental, <laughs> you know, situation in the positive. It's not going to do nothing but further frustrate you and stress you the fuck out. Then y'all going to be mad at each other. So I think it's definitely best for you to think about it a taste longer and be like, you know yeah. what? 
Maybe we FaceTime for just a few more weeks and see what it's looking like. And then if I just absolutely cannot stand it, then I'm coming out there. And at that point, girl, you got to get over it because you're telling me one thing and two things. So, I mean, yes. And like, I honestly understand. I can fully understand being like, I want to see you, but you can't come here. Me too. Yeah, me too. Unfortunately, yeah. I can. But, you know, it's a hard situation. Y'all are going to have to make your own decisions. I have been begging niggas to stay at home. And at this point, I just realized I got to stop begging y'all because people know by now what's up. Y'all know what's up. Yeah. So you either going to do it or you not. I'm going to be at home. I'm not going out there because y'all niggas is doing whatever y'all want to. But it's up to you what you do. And, you know, best of luck to y'all either way. Either way it goes. Right. All right. That wraps up the questions for this week. Send yours to asktheread at gmail.com and we'll be right back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code space eight zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, guys, we're back, and it is now time to finish up with the read. And if you're ready, you can go ahead. I actually, I really don't have one. There's so much bullshit going on. Candace Owens is still doing whatever the fuck she's doing. What's that? It, It really doesn't even matter. This young man in Georgia who died because white people are who they are, like, I really... I I just cannot with the state of the world these days. And so what I just want to mention really quick is that Kid Fury and I are both human beings and the coronavirus pandemic is affecting us the same way it affects everybody else because we are just human beings existing in the world. So for those of you who have emailed, and there's just a few of you, I'm not trying to act like this is some overwhelming majority, it's not, but it really pisses me off when people email us talking about, um, you know, there's too much talking about the coronavirus. I wish the read could go back to, you know, just being lighthearted and fun and no talking about the coronavirus when like, I think you hoes maybe just don't understand what pandemic means. We We are not in a coronavirus free world. It is absurd to ask two people who have had to change the way they produce this show because of the virus to not have nothing to say about it. We live in the fucking epicenter of the virus. It ain't no worse place to be on the planet right now, but where we live. So maybe 
Just let us fucking process the crazy shit that is going on. And side note, it was not the good place. The good place prior to this. So. <laughs> New York was already a bitch, yes. And, and New York is a bitch that I love. But, like, we are just people. Believe it or not, we don't have access to some database of entertainment news stories that have nothing to do with the pandemic. Believe it or not, we're living in the same world you are, where the news is the same news that you get. And we just can't magically make this world different for you than what it is. We have always talked about what is happening in the world on this show. Current events impact this show. And I don't know why the fuck y'all would think a pandemic would be any different. But please chill. We're people. Thank you so much. Wow, I had no idea about any of this. Well, yeah, Um, no. I just saw it (laughs) earlier today and I got so... It's like, you know, people can make whatever comments they want to about the show. That's y'all's business. That's y'all's prerogative. But when you start telling me that you have expectations for me to be superhuman, that's when I have an issue. Like, girl, fuck you. I'm barely (laughs) keeping my shit together, sis. Fucking barely keeping my shit together. So just leave me alone. Thanks. Yeah, some people are going to be unreasonable. It's just like the plight of a creative, I guess, when you do what you do and it is what it is i'm just not even giving energy to that like honey if you think that we're not gonna mention crazy this virus that is literally shut the whole ass point we've done this show in a studio for seven years and we are now all of a sudden doing it from home for two months forgive a bitch if it's a little off-putting and strange sorry bitch help but acknowledge that some weird shit is going down that's also hey by the way killing people by the thousands might talk about it go watch insecure Um, they're not talking about the pandemic on insecure Oh, yeah, no, they actually not even social distancing on Insecure. <laughs> There's all kind of media you can watch that was pre-recorded and don't have nothing to do with the pandemic. We are in real life, real time, real humans. That is so hilarious to me. I'm so sorry. I probably keep hearing that fucking bumping noise. I'm sitting in my fucking Xenon girl of the 21st I century love this Spice chair. World ass chair. <laughs> It's like a half sphere, and every now and then it actually, accidentally, I mean, bumps into my also very xenon, um, what is the fucking fan mail by TLC-esque desk here that I have? Um, well, you know, Google. if we were at a studio, then we wouldn't have that issue. But since we're not, because of the <clears throat> pandemic, niggas are just going to have to get over it. Well, this week... All I'm going to say <clears throat> is fuck the Glen County Police Department mm-hmm. yep. in Georgia. Yep. The level of disgust that I have with this nation and its white supremacist roots is... Like, there isn't even vo- vocabulary for it. I can't even actually open my mouth and and accurately describe how disgusted I am with the police force in this country. <clears throat> <sighs> we as Black people are already, like, if you pay half a second of attention, it's already 
tiring and draining and traumatic enough to just pay attention to this kind of stuff. So, like, <clears throat> I luckily didn't see any of these, any of the video that anybody was talking about. Thank you so much, God, for keeping that away from me. Yes. Um, I, no, thank God. <clears throat> I can't do it. But Mm-mm. reading about this story and the details of the story and knowing that Ahmad Aubrey lost his life end of February. It's May. These two white supremacist dog shit ass human beings, if you even consider them human. They took this man's life in February. We're finding about it now because there's some footage of it. The way that these shit stains that call themselves police protect one another within their toxicity, their destruction, their out-and-out crime is way past an issue. But I can't... Like, the thing about it is... Anyway. I feel like at this point, there isn't much more that we can say that we haven't already said. And that in itself is slightly maddening. And I th- I f- I've always felt like the intent behind a lot of the actions of people that think um, within the minds of a white supremacist, a racist, a MAGA supporter or whatever, I've always just felt like you want us to get to a place where you have just beaten all of the will out of us and that we will just stop trying to get the justice, the respect, the rights that we deserve. Mm-hmm. Because, like, when I first read about this story and was seeing links to, like, the petition and stuff like that, I went right back to playing Animal Crossing. I'm not even in front with you because I was like, nope, I'm not even remotely emotionally capable of figuring out the details of this story right now. I know that I will get to it later, but when I first saw it, I was just like, nigga, like I don't have anything for this. But then I was like, that's exactly why they did that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's exactly why the situation is like, y'all want to beat the life and the will and the fight out of black people. And it's never going to happen. This is just not a black problem. And that's why there should be way more white people who are taking a stand, like if you call yourself an ally, you really need to be in the muck beating the shit out of like your fellow Caucasians that perpetuate the racial violence, oppression, uh, damage that takes place. Not only even only just here. Mm. it's not just a black problem it's always gonna be everybody goddamn problem as long as this shit keeps happening because guess what anybody finna stop marching having petitions protesting and all of that other shit this is a situation that took place with Amaya Arbery Sean Reed and Indiana and like that story itself was also gross when I read what the fucking police officer allegedly said after shooting this man dead. Um, it's just, and okay. There has to be more that is done 
for the protection and preservation of the black community in this country and not just by black people. When I talk about like when I'm thinking and talking about people like Nina Pop, trans woman and where was she from? Oh, I don't know. I read about it earlier. Missouri. Missouri. Right around the corner from me. 28 year old trans woman of color. Fifth trans woman to be killed in the last month. Now, coronavirus has helped me understand the difference between a pandemic and an epidemic, so I will confidently now say (laughs) that we have an epidemic taking place and have had an epidemic taking place in this country as it pertains to trans women of color, trans people, but specifically trans women of color. Because of the five trans women in the last month that have been killed, all of them have been of color. So, like... There should be more of y'all who are fighting for justice for Ahmad's family, for Sean's family, that are also like, hey, girl, what are we going to do about our trans sisters that are also being taken out of the planet, are taken off of the face of the earth at not even alarming rates? Like, just astounding? Like, I don't even know if there's a word for it. Because if we can't have justice for all of our black asses, ain't none of us gonna fucking have... I don't know what more needs to be said about that shit. So, fuck the police in general. Yes, always. Um, Forever and forever and always. Um, If you haven't already, I would just say, do your best to Keep your keep like the strength to do whatever little bit that you can. Keep that shit alive. Cause not all of us are strong enough to be on the front line of every motherfucking, you know, protest and stuff like that. They were out there protesting Sean Reed's death. I heard that that the police was out there shooting them with pepper pepper bullets or whatever the fuck it is that they have and all kinds of goddamn shit arresting people and whatnot even though this is the corruption that's taking place within your organization that we're calling attention to once again but anyway Mm. fuck the police and i send love and and prayers to the families of nina of sean of ahmad everybody who um has lost their life to police violence or just any kind of senseless violence um, in their communities and have had to deal with police not giving a fuck. We would lose less trans women um, if the people in charge to protect us gave a fuck. Woo. But they don't. They do so, not. They do not. Of course, this will continue to happen if you just don't look at us as human beings that also deserve the protection that we pay you for because <laughs> last i checked the internal revenue service said may i still have my money this month you know i don't even know why i asked they you because sure i'm gonna take they it sure so i don't even know why we have to even still fucking talk about this in the 2020 of things so yeah fuck all of that rest <laughs> in peace to them also, R.I.P. to Andre Harrell, to Betty Wright, to Little Richard. What a black terrible icons. fucking what a week for black people. Shit week. What a what terrible a shit. Fucking. I actually just said, no, I know good and damn well that while I was asleep, Andre and Little Richard did not both die. I just know good and fucking well. And then the very next day was like, bitch, let's just add some Betty Wright on. I said, no, actually... 
how about we just don't do the computer no more? Because, girl, what? Now I know y'all lying to me. Now I know somebody is mad at niggas. What do we do? To take three icons like that in two days? I just... It's too much loss. <sighs> and not black, but Jerry Stiller died today or just recently died. And that was, he's also a legend. So that sucks as well. Yeah. I just don't understand what the fuck the universe wants from us. Um, lastly, though, I want to say, I saw a video not too long after we did our last episode of some woman who I assume is a, a stripper and a baby that I assume is her child. And this woman has, I guess, a pole set up in what looks to be her home. And she was dancing on the pole with her baby. The baby was climbing up the pole. And she was, you know, doing tricks with the baby, having her, like, swag surf on her abs or whatever the baby was doing. Like, they were doing all of the tricks that you might see at G5 or or Onyx or whatever. Okay. So, of course, this led to loads of people bringing this woman's motherhood into question and things like that. And I just caught, like, a little taste of the wind of that. And I felt like, you know what? Mama was in a bikini. The mom was in a bikini, and I felt like that may have been a bit extra. But other than that, that, I just don't... This is the thing to me. Like, I don't know how old that little girl, the baby, may have been. She looked maybe two. At best, possibly so, three. I not in training, <laughs> but definitely a toddler. Right, right. And so, how is this any different to me than when toddlers go to the park and be climbing on poles, or when you're at school in PE and you be climbing up ropes and poles and stuff like that? But you're doing it with your mom. Like just because this girl is dancing on a pole with her mom or whatever who does this all of the time doesn't mean that she's gonna grow up and be a fucking stripper. Doesn't mean that she's gonna go up and you know be working at how uh, I was gonna say House of Diamonds. <laughs> king of diamonds or whatever but even if she did the only reason that y'all look at that as a negative is because you are incredibly disgusted and you can't handle women being in touch with and in control of their own sexuality and you niggas know how you also think of treat um and talk about strippers Oops. guess what girls dancing on a pole is just fun whether you take your neck <laughs> your clothes off or not being able to like have the upper body strength to do them tricks and to spin around and all of that stuff it's fun and it also looks nice so if this lady, if this lady was like i'd be dancing on the pole or whatever and like i'm gonna do this like a little such and such thing maybe she didn't need to share that with us but i don't see why that's any of anybody's motherfucking business like it's not your child to raise it's not your child to be concerned about and again the only reason that y'all look at her possibly her mama being a stripper or her possibly being a stripper when she's old enough as a bad thing is because y'all niggas know how the fuck you treat strippers even though as i've said a million times strippers are some of the most fun motherfuckers (laughs) that i ever come into contact with and the only reason that y'all motherfuckers look at them negatively is because of how y'all treat them and how the motherfuckers in the dj booth at the strip clubs be talking to and that's it so get off of that lady's dig and mind your own motherfucking coronavirus ass business let me not mention the coronavirus because apparently that's triggering for some of (laughs) y'all um amen i haven't seen this but that's about it yeah i'm all for niggas i saw like three times last week and um Mm most of the people who I saw responding to it were responding to it in the same way but i also did see a couple people who were like 
how about we all just mind our own motherfucking business and raise our own goddamn kids or raise ourselves <laughs> or whatever and i just yeah that is always an option but you know maybe next time so that wraps like, up what I mean, I'm not yeah. I'm not surprised, but you know, niggas. That wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Don't forget to check us out on social media. We are at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. And don't forget to check out our sponsor, ThreadUp. Saving on your closet just got a lot easier and fun with ThreadUp. They're the largest online thrift store with up to 90% off your favorite brands like Free People, Madewell, and more. So go ahead and get your exclusive extra 30% off your first order when you go to threadup.com slash read. That's T-H-R-E-D-U-P.com slash read. Terms do apply, but check them out. Get that 30% off your first order today. And I do believe we've got some merch back in stock, don't we? We do. So um, I guess. Yeah. Um <laughs> I'm pretty sure we do because my friends from Oklahoma all hit me up like, bitch, I'm getting a hot top shirt. So if you have been looking for read merch, waiting for it to come back into stock, there's some stuff on sale. There's some new stuff. So just head on over to shop3.com and pick that up. Um and that's all I got. Anything else, friend, before we get out? Um, no, I would just like to say to, um, Takashi69 and whoever else is taking him seriously, stop. Um, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Mama is back. She apparently had to move or something like that because the girls were, uh, somebody found out where she lives. And so like. Let me get up and pack my bags and move around because it's not like that out here for you. But just, I thought that your lawyers told us that you were going to be behaving. I didn't believe them, so I don't even know what I'm acting surprised for. But girl, the only reason that anybody was paying any attention to the numbers that you racked up on Instagram and the numbers that you racked up on YouTube is because you literally are a spectacle. And that's all that it is. <laughs> Neek, I don't know why you falling for this bullshit that this fucking child keeps baiting you over. Like, you have a baby. Help your child's mom change them diapers and stuff. And stop worrying about that little Puerto Rican child. Like, you tried to be... Takashi tried to be like the gangster Rainbow Bright. It didn't work out for him. He told on a whole bunch of people. It became like a big talking point in hip hop. Of course, people are going to tune in to the fuck shit that you're talking about now that you have the opportunity to freely talk fuck shit. It's not because you're talented, because you aren't. So, all right. Like, can we just move on? Like, the girls are dying, but I'm finished. Gangster Rainbow Bright is a little bit too much for me. So. Yeah, and he still looks like a Nestle popsicle, and I just won't ever get over it. (laughs) All right, on that note, we are going to get out of here, and we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. 